0: Hi, I'm Coach Queer Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be pursuing, chasing, and being chased. We've actually got an email here from a guy. He claims, he claims that he's read my book twice. He's now on his third time and this time around he's actually going to take some notes. And so in going through my book and it it really kind of sounds like if you look, you know, when we go through his email, it really kind of sounds like basically what he's doing is cherry picking things and he's trying to make it sound like he's really paid attention to the information but obviously there's a conflict on my part because he says in one moment I say that women should do the chasing but in the next sentence I say well that men need to be direct decisive and lead the interaction so obviously this guy's pretty confused and it's just because he really hasn't spent the time learning the fundamentals in the book. And so the idea, the reason I say to read the book 10 to 15 times is you want to get to know the information so well you don't have to think about it. It becomes instinctual. It becomes a philosophy, if you will. It becomes an operating system, a mindset, a way of looking at the world. People that just kind of thumb through it, take a few notes, try to cherry pick some techniques they don't really understand the philosophy or the principles behind the techniques because the idea is when you look at what the other person is doing obviously in this case what the woman or women are doing in this case based upon what they're doing and how they're showing up is obviously how you respond and if you're trying to be a robot looking at a one-size-fits-all Technique for every problem or every situation you're going to be confused and you're going to be applying things and backing away when you Should be moving forward and moving forward when you should be backing away And that's what you're seeing here with this particular guy. He just doesn't know the information and what's interesting is that remember we all all men and women We all will act consistently With how we view ourselves to be and it doesn't matter whether the view is accurate or not. And so if you look at it, this guy's fallback position when things don't go well in his life or they don't go according to the way he expects them to go, is he starts pointing the finger and looking for other people to blame. Now, the average person that does this, this is how they spend their whole life going through the seasons of their life, if you will, and when there's a challenge or a problem or something doesn't work out the way it's supposed to they start looking for other people or circumstances or well it's just blind luck to blame and in that way they absolve themselves from any personal responsibility for the fact that things are not going the way they want in their lives and this gives them peace of mind because it's not their fault it's somebody else's fault and because somebody didn't do what they should have done well my life is the way it is and well since it's not my fault then it's not my problem but if you want to be self-reliant and you want to have control over your own destiny you have to look at everything that shows up in your life good and bad as you created it some way shape or form or your actions or your vibe that you put out there attracted these circumstances and these people into your life and when you take the perspective that everything that happens in my life, good or bad, is all my fault, then that means 100% of the ability to change it relies upon me to change it and to take action. So I just wanted to point that out because as I, you know, as obviously I've already read the email because I picked it out to go through in this video is very, very, very important. In every area of your life, you have to take personal ownership of what's going on. Because anytime you want to absolve yourself from blame or say it was somebody else's fault, then you give up all power to change and shape your destiny. You're just kind of a victim of circumstance, if you will. So I got a quote that I wrote, and then we'll go through this particular guy's email. And the quote says, when a woman is in love with her man, she wants his attention all the time. The reality is she wants it all the fucking time. She wants to be near him, be his cuddle bunny, hold hands, be in the same room together, make love, spend time together, and be in almost constant physical contact. A man in his masculine makes his woman feel safe, comfortable, and so submissive that she willingly defers to his lead. Feminine energy is about opening up to receive love, bonding, connecting, nesting, commitments, dating labels, family, etc. When a man has started sweeping a woman off her feet emotionally a few weeks into the courtship, she starts to make an ever-increasing effort to bond and connect with him more to receive him emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. Once that happens, The man never really has to pursue her anymore since she is in almost constant contact and they are pretty much always together as long as he continues to lead the courtship and romance. I see some guys in the comments, I see these emails occasionally, people watch a few videos here and there, they skim through the book and they think, oh, I just call a girl, I go out on a date once, and I just put my feet up. On my footstool and she's gonna blow up my phone and we're gonna live happily ever after that's just not the way it works so let's go through it. and I'll go through the courtship process because it's true and I've covered as many times in the past but obviously I'm still seeing emails from it and so guys are still doing the same thing wrong but the guy starts the courtship off in the beginning by setting one date per week in other words He's in no hurry, he's in no rush, he knows everything, a successful guy knows that eventually it's just a matter of time before everything works out and on top of that we all do our best work when we're relaxed. So cultivating inner peace and staying in a state of inner peace is something that's very important to a successful guy and therefore he's not going to be so sure about a woman. It doesn't matter how hot she is or how great the chemistry was in their first meeting. He's not sure about her yet because he really doesn't know her because at the end of the day, all of us can hide who we really are for about the first 90 days of a relationship. So even when you start dating somebody, you don't really know what they're really like day in and day out, their good days and their bad days, until at least three months of dating. And so therefore, you're going to take measured steps because a woman is also on a probation you want to make sure that she's not a psycho that she's not insecure that after you go out on one date she's not texting you three days later mad at you because you didn't text her the next day or you didn't do this or you didn't do that or whatever it happens to be because sometimes when you actually many times when you follow what's in the book you'll see this you'll come across women that in essence, they lose their shit, often just like a guy loses their shit when the guy doesn't do what she expects. And when you see that behavior, you realize she's kind of fucking crazy and I don't think I want to get involved with a crazy woman. But if you're impatient and you've, you've got pressure from your friends or your family around you, dude, you got to settle down, you got to get married, you got to get a girlfriend, you got to do this, you got to do that. Then what happens because of the pressure around with everybody else around you, you... Put, take yourself out of that peaceful, relaxed state and start doing things from a place of fear because now you're trying to please other people. And when you're in a stress state and you're fearful, the exact opposite of what you want to happen is usually what happens. So let's go through his email. Dear Coach Corey, I've read your book twice, so he says now, and a third and I'm starting to take notes. I watched a lot of your videos and some excellent advice in there. I like the tone. He's already like, I'm kind of an expert on this, Corey, so I just want to let you know that we're kind of on the same level here, dude. But can you explain this to me? You say that you must not chase women, that is a sign of weakness, etc., and submissive and feminine. The idea is, as a man, it's true. The, uh, the guy is supposed to pursue or chase, if you will, in the very beginning. In other words, it's his job to be direct, decisive, and initiate the courtship. That means he doesn't sit and talk to her on the phone for three fucking hours before asking her on a date or talking to her six or eight times before getting around to asking her on a date. He likes her. He's busy. He doesn't have time to waste. And he wants to spend time with women who are like, fuck yeah, I'd love to go out. with you. That would be great. Not they're going to say it that way, but their body language, their physiology, their tone of voice, they're excited that you ask them. And when you call them, they're excited to hear from you. He only wants to spend his time with somebody who's excited to spend time with him. Because otherwise, he's wasting his fucking time and he doesn't have, to have time to waste. So he's not going to... The only time a guy's going to run after a woman and blow her phone up and beg and plead with her... To go out with him is when he doesn't value himself when he doesn't think he has much to offer an alpha male a successful guy has plenty of choices and plenty of options and he's going to take his time before he gets serious with anybody if you have no choices then yeah it makes sense that you're going to try to hold on to every single opportunity no matter how light low the likelihood is that it's going to work out and you try to turn something into nothing, and you end up wasting a tremendous amount of time getting fixated on one person when it's not really going anywhere because she's just not that into you. Then, virtually in the next sentence, you say you have to be an alpha male and lead the interactions and be decisive. So, as the book says, which you know you say you've read it twice, the the purpose, a man's job, a man's mission in the courtship is to create an opportunity for sex to happen. That means to hang out. In other words, create a date where you can hang out together. And while you're hanging out together, you have fun together. You laugh, you enjoy each other, you really get to know the other person because you really are sincerely, authentically fascinated and interested in who she is. And if you don't feel that way about that particular girl, then why the fuck are you out on a date with her in the first place? And then when you're hanging out and you're having fun, and the signs are there, as I discussed, that are in the book, physical touching starts happening, heavy petting, kissing, and eventually the two of you end up alone at your place or her place to hook up. I mean, that's, that's the process. It doesn't matter whether you hook up on the first date or on your wedding night. The bottom line is it's part of the courtship, and it's the man's job to make it happen. Women get annoyed when a guy calls and he wants to sit there and talk for hours and hours and hours and hours, and then he never gets around to asking around because he figures he's got to talk to her for two or three times on the phone before he gets around to it and by the time the guy gets around a second or third call later she's already decided he's better off as a friend and she's probably already on her second or third date with another guy who called her up and wanted to know when she was available and made a date with her and went out with her he says surely there's a contradiction here isn't it weak and submissive to let women do all the chasing and what if they just won't or don't well they won't there's two types of women that won't chase women that aren't interested, and women that are structured and following a set of rules, and they're ignoring the impulse. And the reality is, as I've explained in the book, is that as a woman feels more attraction for a guy, she really starts to bond and connect to him, and she starts to feel more and more safe and comfortable with him. And he's just calling her once a week to go out on one date, as her attraction level starts to grow. She naturally, instinctively, not because he manipulated her, but because he's courting her properly and acting like a guy is supposed to. He's acting like the charming James Bond. She's excited about him. She's thinking about him. She's telling her girlfriends about, hey, I just met this new guy, and I think there might be something there. And so, therefore, she had such fun with him on the last day. Within a day or two, she's going to be texting him or calling him just to say she had a great time or that she was thinking about him. And the real reason is, is that she wants to see how he really feels about her. Because she knows that if he really likes her, he's going to be glad that she reached out. And then he's going to do something to make the next opportunity for sex happen. In other words, he's going to make the next date. And so what happens as the weeks go by and the guy, again, he just started out one date per week. So if a woman starts calling and texting you two to three times a week, whereas before she wasn't calling or texting you at all in the beginning because she didn't know you yet and you hadn't gone out on any dates and now she's texting you two or three times a week, you use those calls or her reaching out as an opportunity to simply make the next date. There really is no reason to reach out because she's already reaching out to you two to three times as much as you were in the beginning. So she never, from that perspective, it's like if you're still as a guy just going to reach out once per week and she's calling and texting you two to three times a week because you're doing so well in the courtship with her and her attraction level is growing and she's starting to bond and connect with you, makes it pretty easy. It's like what I talk about in the book. It's like what Adam Carolla said. It's like when a woman likes you, she starts opening the doors and really all you have to do is walk through them. But you got to create the conditions. And so it's about understanding the philosophy. It's about understanding why a woman... Because the average woman, if you ask her on the street, do you chase guys, do you like pursuing guys, or do you like the guy to pursue you? Probably 99% of them are going to say, oh, I like the guy to pursue me. I don't, I don't pursue guys. And, but when you really get into it and you start asking her about her boyfriends or guys that she's been with in the past and what they do, who calls who more, how many times a day they reach out to their boyfriend, it becomes pretty obvious that... They're the ones doing all the calling, chasing and texting most of the time, not because the guy is manipulating her, but just because that's the nature of feminine energy. That's what they do when they're in love and they're happy and all their needs are being met properly by the guys. They reward him by trying to get his attention all the fucking time. And so if you're at work, she's going to probably text you or maybe she wants to drop by to see you for lunch or whatever during the day. And then at night she's like, hey, I'm picking up some hamburgers or I'm picking up some turkey breasts and I'll be at your place at 7. Or, you're just always together. When you're boyfriend-girlfriend, when you're in a tight relationship like that, every night you're pretty much together and you're pretty much together on the weekends. So, I mean, it's, it's not necessary at that point because the other thing that happens is when you're in a, a relationship and you've been together for a while, or your, your girlfriends typically going to contact you one to three times a day on average and this is when she's happy and when she's in love now as there if if you start doing things to screw it up or maybe you've been together a while you get lazy you get complacent you'll notice that those will start to taper off a little bit and another reason why i talk about this and explain this in the book is because the tapering off of the woman contacting you shows that the attraction level is dropping. And so that means that somewhere along the way, you're either not dating and courting her properly or you're not communicating with her and opening her up. Now, again, this is all predicated on the premise that the woman is normal. She's not a fucking nut or, or a fruit loop. So the idea is that when you've been together a while and your boyfriend, girlfriend, and she's been blowing your phone up two to three times a day, and then now over the past couple weeks or a couple months, it's like maybe every other day she texts you and you're spending about half as much time together as you were before, that should be an indicator to you that something has changed, that her attraction level is not as high as it was. And the idea is, it's all detailed in the book, what this means. It's not about applying a certain technique, it's about understanding why her behavior has changed and what you need to do differently to get her back to where she was. Because again, the whole purpose of all relationships is you go there to give. You're there to meet each other's needs. You're there to grow. You're there to help each other become more together. You're teammates. You're all in this together. He continues on, I can tell you straight up that women in the UK, in big bold letters, do not chase. Yeah, tell that to the thousands of my clients in the UK I've had over the years who would tell you you're totally full of shit and you don't know your asshole from a home on ground, and what you're talking about, dude. They like you to pursue them, so if you left it up to them, nothing would ever happen in big, bold letters, he puts. Well, that's not what I teach in my book, is to do nothing. Again, you don't understand the book and you really don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're just looking for a way to absolve yourself from any responsibility and say it's all Corey's fault, this shit doesn't work, so you can just go right back to what you were doing before which wasn't getting you results anyways because if you were getting results you would have never found my book or my website or my videos in the first place let's be real dude so while a lot of your advice is great can you explain why you should not chase women and what to do if they don't chase you and what's wrong with both doing a bit of the chasing well again i've addressed this and it's addressed in the book which Quite frankly, if you've really read it twice and this is your assumption, you maybe maybe you're a little slower than most people. Maybe you should read the book instead of 10 to 15 times. Maybe you should read it like 100 to 150 times and maybe you'll get it. I do agree about taking initiative on dates and going for the kiss, bedroom Olympics, etc. That's fine. But there's a huge assumption that women are going to chase. Dude, do you honestly think that I got to this level of success teaching this stuff by making assumptions? If I was making assumptions and talking out my ass, it would be all over the fucking internet, it'd be all over the YouTube comments, it would be all over the reviews on my book. If you suck ass and you're teaching or selling something on the internet, you can't hide from the fact that you suck ass. That's reality. I teach what works i don't make assumptions and i learned this stuff my own by watching the women that i was dating and involved with when i was learning this stuff and you see those subtle movements those subtle behaviors those subtle energies and you see the same actions over and over and over again not only in your own life but you see it in the lives of thousands of men and women all over the world who experience the same thing i coach people all over the middle east people asia russia i mean literally every continent of the globe every social economic background religious type of background every type of culture there is men and women respond to what they respond to no matter where they're from a man acting like a man attracts a feminine woman a man acting like a fucking feminized beta male pussy gets stuck in friend zone and gets the scraps that other guys don't want that's just reality and they simply don't and I think only once it has happened so in his life he's only had a girl chase him one time remember he's here learning because he's not getting the results that he wants in his own life it's just your old way of thinking and being and showing up didn't work for you and so part of the problem is what you're learning conflicts with the way you think the world is supposed to be And you're having a problem getting past that. And that's what's causing you to let go of the old behaviors that weren't working completely and embrace the new things that you're supposedly learning in my book, which you say you've read twice. And you're now the third time taking notes, which is great that you're taking notes. He says, so I'm worried I could actually lose out on good women if I wait for them to chase me. Well, you don't wait for them to chase you. Again, as the book clearly states, dude, one date a week you start the pursuit it's like the guy starts the pursuit it's kind of like a relay race you run around the track a few times and the girl comes over and grabs the baton and quite frankly you ain't fucking getting it back from her i mean that's that's the reality women when that are in love they want your attention all the fucking time they're with you all the time when they're happy and they're in love they want to be with you all the time and when they're not feeling that they're fine to go hang out with their girlfriends and do other things. So you look at, based upon what women are doing and what they're saying, again, there's an attraction level table in the book that, that details what behaviors women are going to do when they like you and, and as the attraction the level drops, what they start to do differently. So you can kind of always know where you're at and how she feels about you so you can take corrective action and get back to dating and courting her properly. Can you explain in detail why you should not, at least in the early days, pursue women? Well, that's actually what I teach in the book, dude. I don't know how you can miss that reading it twice and watching all the videos you say here. Men are are the hunters. It's in the genes. And alpha males would be the best hunters. I agree with that statement. I can see backing off at some point, yes, but when? Again, I pretty much detail that, and guess what? It's also in the book. And for those of you that have not read the book yet, you can actually read it for free. You have two ways you can read my book for free. And that way you can see whether or not I know what I'm talking about or I'm talking about my ass before you ever spend a penny with me. You can go to my website, subscribe to the email newsletter. You'll get a link in your email confirming you want to subscribe. And once you click that yes, I want to subscribe button in the email, that will take you right to the members area where you can start reading the book online. You can even download a PDF if you if you want. You can also, if you're more, you'd rather get the Audible version, you can go to Audible Amazon.com and become do an Audible free trial, and then you can listen to my audiobook totally for free. As and if you join the membership, then the book is totally yours. If you don't like it, you don't pay for it. I mean, you got no downside risk. And if you're in a situation, you're having a challenge that you'd like to get my help with, the quickest way is go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. And I will talk to you soon.